Another episode of the Polini Perspective. Another episode. Uh, lots to talk about, obviously. Okay, here we're getting a lot of complaints about our uh, week in and week out mask mandate conversations. Well, huh? look, on the bright side, we have fans. You know, we have fans that are. Fans who are emailing us that they don't like us, but that's good. <laughs> well, they really like the show. More people are listening. They're saying, though, that th- what they don't like is our take that masks are completely ineffective, which uh, they're saying is well, is fine. not accurate. They don't, they don't like the take. That's OK. Yeah, they don't like the take. They say that um, sometimes when we get on masks and we make it sound like masks are completely um, they don't work. Well, clearly, the CDC now has come out and said that cloth masks, which we've been wearing for almost two years, really have so served no purpose. But other than that, the person who emailed you is correct. CDC came out this week and said, or last week and said, cloth masks are ineffective or have been ineffective at preventing spread. So now they, they stop short of recommending N95. They say, wear the best mask that fits the tightest and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. The whole thing. Okay, but I mean, the only part I agree, we do know that masks in conjunction with getting vaccinated, getting boosted, social distancing, that masks do help prevent the spread. I mean, that is true. Not cloth masks. No, they don't. Well, they still stand by. Not not with Omicron. It's airborne. No. So, But doesn't the CDC stand by that any mask is better than no mask? It's just that the cloth masks are not as effective. They do say that. I don't know if they stand by that anymore, but maybe. But again, we're making people wear masks for, you know, very little, if any, benefit. And the question I ask is always, Sarah, to whom? I, you're telling me I have to wear a mask for who? For whom? Tell me. By the way, this is from the CDC. They say cloth masks can keep 30 to 60% of particles from coming in and potentially infecting the person wearing the mask, while surgical masks offer protection against 40 to 80% of particles. Did you hear what that just said? Protecting me from getting it. Why are you trying to protect me from me getting it? Isn't that my decision? Yeah, but if you're immune compromised, if you're older. I I should be in a mask. See, this is what's wrong with what's going on now. This is not, tw- I, I don't want to spend a fortune, uh, a, fortune a ton of time on this. <laughs> All right. But here's the problem with everyone's argument now. Okay. It's not 2020. It's not 2021. It's 2022. We know a lot more. Okay. Everyone's had a chance to get vaccinated. Everyone has had a chance to get boosted. Okay. People are maybe heading toward their fourth booster by now. Okay. CDC has said cloth masks are low, have a low, eff- uh, uh, low effective rate. Okay. They've also said that the current vaccines do not no longer pre- pre- prevent transmission right. of Omicron. Okay. What are we still doing? So tell me why you as a government entity or official have to protect me from me. Please, please explain. Um, because I think that they, I think their argument, this is just my playing devil's advocate, is, you know, they want to keep the ICUs from being overwhelmed. They, but I'm vaccinated. But I'm vaccinated. Well, yeah, but we know that still people can get sick oh, and hospitalized. Oh, their ch- yeah, your yeah. chances of dying are less. So they're going to they're going to pass vaccine passports in Montgomery County. They have them in New York, L.A. and D.C. Yet, even though you're vaccinated, everyone in there is vaccinated. They're still telling you to wear masks. So go ahead. Tell me again what they're trying to prevent. Well, well, just that. I mean, I think... Just what? 
just what? They're I'm vaccinated. I'm not going to the hospital. So yet I still have to wear a mask. See, their arguments don't work anymore. They don't have the data to support it. They don't have the science to support it. They All they now have is their political beliefs, their belief that they need to control everyone. It's like kids with it's like kids wearing masks in schools. Okay, kids are out and about in society. Kids went on winter break, holiday break, and all test not all, but a lot of them tested positive. Sure. Okay. Sure. You got football. I, I tweeted the other day the Bills football game in Buffalo and the LA game last night. Eighty thousand people in the stadiums. Kids, parents, guaranteed teachers and nurses. Right spitting on each other in close proximity. And don't tell me outside. That's crap. They're sitting right next to each other in a packed stadium. Okay. And yet the next day, oh, put a mask on them. Teachers can't go to school because kids aren't wearing masks. I mean, it's, the part I agree with you on is what I think is so hypocritical about Los Angeles County is if you if you truly believe in these passports and masking people I mean, cancel the Super Bowl, you know, I mean, but they're not going to because of the money. And it's it's just totally hypocritical. I, I, I mean this. I mean this wholeheartedly. The entire thing right now is hypocritical. It has become only about politics. It's not about health. It's not about science. It's well, not I about. I do safety. think it's about health. I can't. I, no, I don't. It's not. It's not. Tell me school districts that have mask options that are mask optional. Tell me, are they doing any worse than Montgomery County? Tell me. No. And if trust me, if they were, Montgomery County would tell you. What about Florida? Do we know the numbers in schools in Florida? Are they higher? Not of kids getting no, severely sick not. and dying, but getting COVID. No. L.A. had 65,000 kids test positive. Yeah, but you, I mean, you are talking a population of 11 million in Los that Angeles County. It doesn't matter. That, but, but you can matter. double the people that you do like in Montgomery County or. Um, By the way, I have a teacher and, and listen, I have the okay. utmost respect for teachers. I do. I have them in my family. You know, I have good friends who are teachers. But this theory that somehow they're going to be less safe if kids go massless when they're out to dinner, they're going to hockey games, they're going to friend's house, they're going to gatherings, they're going to football games, they're going to, you know, this sporting event or that thing, and then somehow, oh, I'm nervous, kids don't have masks on. Really? Stop. 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 I mean, I I agree with you, it's a losing, but it's a losing battle. No, the, the, the data now, the problem you have now is, you know, in most cases, these are liberal politicians, liberal cities who want to control. They want to put their own political beliefs on their, their residents, their citizens, okay, and cannot support it with current data. Montgomery County is getting ready to vote in vaccine passport mandates. Okay, like, which will mean yeah. what? You go to a restaurant, you got to prove that you're vaccinated? Yeah, you got to prove that you're vaccinated, okay? You still have to wear a mask. The CDC said that if you're vaccinated, you can still transmit it and or get it. The, the current vaccines do not prevent transmission, right? The data they're using, Sarah, is a November study that said vaccines, if you're vaccinated, 
you have a lower risk of transmission or getting it. November study, pre-Omicron, pre-CDC saying that's no longer true. So that's what they're using. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of business folks. They're just not going to enforce it. They're not. Well, I think that's the thing too, right? Is they're not going to, they're going to go, oh, show us your car. You know, they're not going to, they're not going to look. See, how can I say this? It's very frustrating that we've come two years and now the burden is on those being restricted or forced to do things like wear masks, show their Vax card. Businesses have to ask the question, ask for an ID. The burden is on them now and not the science. See, the first year, year and a half, I would wear a mask. I was even for passports at one point because my theory was if only 20 or 30% of the population was vaccinated, reward those people for getting vaxxed as soon as they could, okay, and put a little bit of pressure on those who are unvaccinated. But at this point, when a county is 90% vaccinated, five plus, so you're going to tell a five-year-old or six-year-old who isn't vaxxed they can't go to a movie theater? They can't go to a restaurant. They can't go to the bowling alley for the kid's birthday party based on what science? None. Well, to your point, they're not going to enforce it, probably. Although, that, I don't know. That's you don't... not the point. That shouldn't be the bar. Lack of enforcement should not be the bar. Look, I think the it's scary. I think it's canceled. The D.C. The Mayor Bowser have failed. They're failing their citizens. They're failing their residents and they're failing their businesses. OK. And unfortunately, a lot of people in this region just go along with it. Oh, I'll feel safer. What does that even mean? I'll feel safer. Well, don't get in the car then. So you'll be in your house because you'll feel safer. Don't go to the grocery store because you'll feel safer. Like, seriously? Ugh, I'm so well, frustrated. <laughs> well, we do, you know, Los Angeles is kind of like Montgomery County and a lot of parts, Arlington County, very liberal areas for the most part, um, affluent areas. So I'm people have the luxury. Crazy, I'm losing my mind. You can wear a mask anytime you want. No yeah. one's going to say, right? So, so here's the thing. It's all or nothing with, with, with these leaders or officials. Everyone's got to wear a mask. Everyone's got to show this. Eh, no. What happened to risk assessment? Manage severity. Focus on the vulnerable. Where, 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 where are we in 2022 that we're still managing this as it's 2020? That's the problem. I Look, I think people are going to swing the other way, right? A great article you retweeted from Aaron Carroll, who's the chief uh, health officer for Indiana University, vice president for faculty and development there. He basically says, look, we have to stop listening to the doctor. Not not yeah. stop listening, but, the, you know, the, the head of, or the title of it is to fight COVID. We need to think less like doctors. And basically what he his point is, is doctors, partly because of malpractice, are overly cautious now, overly, overly. They're going to be extreme in masking, vax, everything, because that's how they operate. They operate of like, let's do everything so we are completely covered. So he's basically saying what you're saying is we need to do risk assessment. And his thing is you need to incentivize people to get vaccinated. Uh, bonuses, um, whatever it is. I'm all for that. Give us all the data. Tell people that 
people who are 60 plus should wear masks to help people, kids who are immunocompromised, teachers who are immunocompromised, teachers who are nervous, teachers who are afraid, because they do. They sit next to a kid, right next to a kid to do a lesson or to check their homework and the kid could be sneezing and coughing on them. There's nothing wrong with a teacher wearing a mask or wanting to. The problem now is, and that article said it, this one size fits all yeah. blank policy. That's what he's saying, right? It's 2020, early 2021. It's no longer, it should no longer be. And especially I mean, when you have data from other school districts, sure. other places that, that clearly demonstrate it's workable. Right, right. And his point is, you know, the, these, these, um, you know, uh, COVID tests and all that focus on the, the people that are at high risk, people working yes. in hospitals, people working with in nursing homes, like, like you know, people that really need to be line up for a test. If you're 27 years old, you shouldn't be lining up for a test. If you feel sick, stay home. Why are you testing yourself? Unless you're going to visit, unless you're a teacher or you're going to visit, you know, a young kid, or maybe you have a, a, a two-year-old. Okay, fine. But the general well, public. Wouldn't you, I mean, first, I I want to know if I have COVID, don't you? Why? I mean, wouldn't why? you? Why? Well, because we do know that some people are experiencing long-term effects, whether it's okay. taste, so whether it's do? mental. So what are you going to do? Well, so you find out COVID. What does that mean? Go to How my bougie acupuncturist oh, and, okay. you know. <laughs> white, white privilege, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. At, I'm going to use my affluent powers here. As a 36-year-old, healthy 36-year-old. Yes. If you don't feel good, assume you have COVID and stay home for five days. Why are you running out to a library to get a test? Why? Well, I disagree. I would want to know. I well, do. Well, but I'm serious. I, like I'm asking not why. I mean, technically, you know, and, and I mean, can't people, I mean, you can have COVID and be really sick for like 10 days. Okay, and so don't you want to know, like, okay, yeah, but don't you want to go in knowing, hey, I think I've, I like, I know I've tested positive for COVID is getting worse. I mean, I think no, people do. No. Okay, well, no, I, listen, I, that's a little like much. If now, and, if you wake up and if two years ago pre-COVID, you felt what you were, you were vomiting, high fever, throwing up, couldn't breathe, and you woke up, what would you have said to yourself? Oh, I got the flu. I'm staying in bed. Look, I've right? had swine flu. It was brutal. Did you stay in bed? Did you go for a swine flu test? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay, then you're, 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 you I know, was you're, so you're, sick. You're an exception. It's the only time I've ever thought I understand how people die from the flu. That's the sickest I've ever been. It was really wild. And that, and that there was uh, no vaccine for H1N1. That was like 2007. All right, look, I am curious. How do you feel about Glenn Youngkin? You know, new governor of Virginia. First thing he's going to do, lift all mask mandates in schools. Um, uh, okay, we'll see if, we'll see where the legal end because, you know, so he announced that. He said it's going to be up to parents and kids if they want to wear a mask. So mask optional. Uh, Arlington County, Fairfax County, Alexandria City Schools already came out and said, nope, you still got to wear a mask. It's probably going to head to some legal battle. Okay, uh, and again. who do you think is slated to win? You seem to not think that Yunkin could win this. How did My they- guess, again, I don't know the law on, on those types of things. My guess, it, it'll ultimately end up where it's the schools and the county's decision on those types of things. But again, Arlington County came out with a tweet. The superintendent of Arlington schools came out with a tweet literally an hour after Yunkin said he's going to re- get rid of the mask. That just shows you it's about politics. It's not about health. 
instead of saying, hey, governor, what do you what data are you looking at? Hey, maybe we should look at some other schools in North Carolina or Ohio or Pennsylvania. Right. I tweeted the other day. There are I think there's nine to 11 states all run Democrat, all voted for Biden who do not enforce school mask mandates. This isn't just a red state, right? So Arlington County Superintendent, instead of, you know, doing his job and saying, hey, what data are you looking at? You know, can we discuss this? You know, maybe maybe kids who are, you know, five to nine don't have to, but let's keep high school kids in it for the next two weeks or let's ramp it off in a month, right? No, tweeted nasty rhetoric right at the new governor, Jen Paskey, spokesperson for Biden, did the same thing. Arlington Ar- County parent, she says. Sarah, it just it's all politics now. It's controlling politics. Our president has completely mismanaged this. He said he was going to fix it. He was going to end it. It's gotten worse. It's gotten more divisive, more political. He still hasn't. People still don't have tests. By the time these tests roll out, these national tests, the Omicron wave is good. It's already dropped. I was going to say Fauci announced yesterday 10 percent decline already in people testing. So already happening. Yeah. Still no federal tests. Right. Still no federal mass passed out. It's a disaster. There's a reason his approval ratings are in the mid 30s. There's a reason SNL. And listen, they make fun of everybody. But there's a reason they spent the first seven and a half minutes of their cold open making fun of Joe Biden. I think, it's, I think it's been a disappointment for sure. Um, I think people were looking for him to unite everyone. Unfortunately for me, I think it, it started with the Afghan, you know. Democrats, they actually, his, his speech on the voting rights in Georgia last Thursday was as divisive a speech as you can get. It was Trumpish. <laughs> That's how divisive it is. And people, uh, Democrats have said that. I mean, they said it in a nice way. Hey, maybe he went overboard. When you have a when you have a ranking member of the Democratic Party saying, well, yeah, maybe he was a little. That means it was pretty bad. Right. He's not going to get the voting rights to build back uh, better is not getting through. He 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 couldn't cut a deal at Manchin or Sienema. Uh, uh, you know, Russia, what you I mean, like, on and on. He's got to get the build back better. I mean, he's got to get that. You know what I mean? Like they've got it. They have. If they want, gone. what's COVID, that? COVID's a mess. It's getting more divisive. <laughs> he he he's not able to cut a deal with his two Democratic moderate senators from I West think Virginia they, or Arizona. Maybe they will. Maybe I they think won't. they will. I think they'll have to give more because if the Democrats want to get seats in the midterms, plus they got to think about reelection, a, a, a shot at reelection. He's got to get build back better through. You know, he's he got a, to get some things through. And he has a vice president that helps him zero. <laughs> zero. Well, she's not no. the great greatest order. You know, she doesn't have that it factor that you want her to have. But also you know, sexism is alive and well. It's, it's, she's hard. It's, but she's a hard person to root for. And I really Not, want her to have that. that. Are you kidding? Like, she, she, she's, she's, she's getting in the way. <laughs> like, like, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, listen, I, 
you know this about me. I, you know, I rooted for Obama to succeed. Okay. Voted from the first time, did not vote from the second time. I've been, I've, I've said that I've rooted for Trump to succeed. Okay. Even though I didn't vote for him, contrary to people's belief, right? Shocking, breaking, breaking. Okay. I'm rooting for Biden. I don't root against my, you know, political, the other side or, or, and again, whether it's the other side on certain issues, not uniform, you know, there's things, you know, I, I agree on, but right now you have to be extremely disappointed. Basically what you're getting is Joe Biden, right? You're getting, the senator who is likable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Way, he's a very respectable he, person. He's less likable as president. And maybe that just comes with the job, right? You're president. You, it's just a lot on your plate. I mean, he's not young. I know. That's the hard part, I think. I think he's, it's, it's the I, age I shows, I think. Really, really struggling. And I think he needs to turn it around. You know, pass a couple pieces of legislation you know, he had to me. He had some opportunities. Like he had an opportunity to go again, again after the Chicago Teachers Union. He had an opportunity to push the progressives aside and get a deal done with Mansion. Right? When the infrastructure bill had passed, he had momentum. He should have got Mansion in a room and said, "Listen." I know, but they did. You- I mean, Mansion's a pain in the ass. You know, they've oh, gotten him in a room many times, uh, and Mansion flip flops. Mansion's a nightmare. Oh. There's been numerous articles written that there was a deal to be made around 1.7 to 1.9 billion. It was too light for the progressives. Too many of their, you know, boondoggle, you know, social programs would have had to been cut. To me, get the deal done. Get a two billion dollar deal done. You got infrastructure. Now you're on a roll, right? Now things start getting momentum. People feel confidence. That that's what this is. Now people are like. Do I even want to stand next to him on a stump speech? Do like that's what happens, right? People people are about themselves, right? Now. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think he's lacking. You know, he is lacking the Obama factor, the Bill Clinton factor, the even the George W. Bush. Although I have a lot of issues with that, but I think he was very likable and charismatic um, post nine eleven. I mean, he's kind of missing that. Um, I yeah, read a great article yesterday on Joe Biden that. People say Joe was a moderate. No, Joe was always in the center right of the Democratic Party. Okay. Now the Democratic Party has moved much, much further left. And Joe is still in the center of the Democratic Party. It's just moved left. So has he, which is very interesting take, right? This theory that Joe somehow had these principles as a moderate. No, the party was way right of where it was, so he could be perceived and was perceived as a moderate. Now the party's moved way left. He's moved left with it. He's still not a progressive, but he's certainly nowhere near the moderate, you know, left of center, maybe even right of center on some issues. He was at one point, right? And at the end of the day, you're getting a career senator who ran for president three times and lost. And the only reason he's probably president right now is because he ran against Donald Trump. Yeah, definitely. So, 
you know, let's see what he does over the next. Look, Listen, I- my, uh, my guy is Eric Adams. I want him to succeed so badly as mayor of we'll New York see. City. We'll see. We'll see. He's he's off to a very shaky start, putting his brother in a high profile position. That might come back to bite him, but yeah. Non citizens voting. You know, let's. He's got a long way to go. I know. That's like me saying Yunkin's the Republican guy. Let's wait on both. Let's see where they go. Let's see how right Yunkin moves and how left Eric Adams moves before we kind of anoint them the next coming of. uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I like Eric Adams. DeSantis is the clear front runner. Okay. Uh, Well, we will. We will see. Um, All right. Well, let's talk. uh, Is there anything else around COVID you want to talk? Obviously, yesterday, um, you know, Fauci announcing that there has been a decline. We're seeing the the, the last thing on COVID is what's frustrating is, you know, I went I I went to North Carolina for the long weekend, North Carolina run by a Democratic governor. I think has hit the mark between Florida I'm I'm going through the entire thing, the two years between Florida and our region up north. I think they've hit the nice balance, right? Masks early on, um, you know, kids wearing masks in schools, but they got the they got the kids back to school much sooner. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I tweeted this and somebody came at me. Ah, perfect. You know, because I said they're handled. I think they handled it perfectly. And what I meant was. The entire time, their policies, their their protocols, their restrictions, they've balanced risk and, and everything. You know, somebody tweeted back at me some article that, you know, Raleigh schools had to close for a week. OK, that's happening everywhere. That wasn't my point. My point is, I think they've balanced personal rights, personal risk assessment with the government's need to protect hospitals from being overwhelmed certainly early on. And now I think, you know, most schools are mask optional, um, but they encourage vaccinations. They have a very good vaccination rate. You know, their booster rate's not as as high as, you know, maybe some of the areas around us up north. I believe they're 79% or 78% fully vaxxed. You know, I mean, you know, so, so you know, it's, it's in, you drive five hours or three hours away and it's a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are living their lives. Well, it's like you go to Maine, you even here in Virginia. I mean, it's 50, 50, if that maybe it's 60, 40, 60 percent, no masks. A lot of people wear a mask here. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah, of course. Your choice. To your point about L.A. and to my point about Buffalo and then L.A., you know, (laughs) the 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 with the most restrictions, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want to have the football game with 100,000 people. That's my issue is I don't see how as a Los Angeles. Again, they want to force kids to wear a mask. Like, what is it? Right. Pick, pick, pick. If you truly believe kids should be masked and teachers should be masked, then you know what? Have the conviction to cancel the freaking L.A. football game. Preach. I mean, look, I agree. I don't see how as an Angelino you can support Everything they're doing, and yet SoCal, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna bring in reporters. I mean, vendors, everybody from anywhere. You think they're gonna yeah, really? You're not talking. You're not just talking eighty thousand. You're talking oh hundreds, thousand people. You know, out and about the stadium, vendors, like you said, everything. People in the streets. You know the. 
the, the crews, everything. Yeah, they want all that money, but then they also want to, you know, oppress every resident there. It's, it's, it is. I love, you used the word oppress. I like it. Well, it's true. I mean, that's where I have a problem. I, again, if you're truly all in on the masks and the, the passports, then be all in. Then, then do that for large events that are completely capitalist, you know, uh, billion dollar events. But they won't. I mean, they won't. That, that's the part that drives me nuts is how hypocritical both parties are. You know, it's so hard. You can't find anybody with any like conviction anymore. It's just, that's what's like frustrating is, you know, no one's willing to like stake a claim and like die on that hill. You know what I mean? Like I would respect the mayor and the governor of California so much if they were like, nope, we're not doing it. We're not, we're protecting the people here. We don't want people in our city, but they're never going to do that. They're not going to lose a billion dollars. Exactly. They're not going to lose a billion dollars. So there you go. That should tell you everything. Yeah, last thing. I I think we're at the point now the burden needs to be on those putting in the restrictions. The burden of proof, the burden of science, the burden of data, the burden of where's the clear evidence a vaccine passport mandate will work? Where's the clear evidence that at this point with Omicron, with kids getting the vaccine, you know, most positives in society where teachers are around about, nurses, all this other stuff, show me the current data, not a study from November or last September, right? Yeah. What's going on now? You know, all along, we're going to follow the CDC, follow the CDC. And by the way, I, I, I tweeted an article out from December 18th. It was from The Atlantic which again, leans left is my guess, said the flawed, the flawed case for masking students, right? And, you know, I said this last week, it's not just about masking high school kids and, you know, you and me going into a bar, oh, we put it on for two minutes, we take it off. I have people who tweet at me, oh, it's so hard to mask for three minutes when you walk. That's not, I'm talking about the five and the six and the seven-year-old who their parents truly don't want to get vaxxed yet for whatever reason, or the three-year-old in daycare. Why is a three-year-old in daycare for eight hours, nine hours a day wearing a mask? That's my point. Okay, I'll move on from masks. No, look, I- Sorry to that person who emailed us. Where I'm struggling too, as someone who, look, I'm a Democrat, I I don't see how you can be pro-children, pro-children in poverty in this country. For I say this now every time. 14 million kids are food-reliant on schools. How can you close schools? DC vaccine passport doesn't apply to employees. How does that even make sense? Okay, that so was I have, crazy. So I can have an unvaxxed, positive person serving me, but I got to show you that I'm vaxxed. And oh, by the way, if even if I'm vaxxed, I can be positive. And we're all positive in the same place. <laughs> like, come on. And is that true in Montgomery County? I saw many people and tweeting. That's, and the one thing I will say, and there's nothing positive about vaccine passports, in my opinion. The one, if you have to have them, D.C. made it 12 plus. Montgomery County is going for five plus. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I- you bring up some good points. Let's talk sports. Huge weekend in football. What'd you think? You know, a lot of people were uh, amazed. I, it has to be one of the biggest losses that Bill Belichick and the Patriots ever had to the Bills. Of course, the Bills have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. What, what I mean, was your take on that game? I, I, I expected the Bills to win. I did not think, obviously, it would be a runaway like that. I thought the Patriots defense would play much, much, much better. Josh Allen and the Bills had the perfect game. 
It was just one of those games, right? It was freezing cold. Oh. Josh Allen was on a roll. I mean, don't forget the Bills are the Bills are good. Yeah, that's the right. Bills, yeah. yeah. I mean, they went to the AFC Championship last year. Um, Bills are good, right? Yeah, it I was. I would not want to play them right now. You know, um, they go to the Chiefs. We'll see uh, how how that goes. Uh, oh, I think they beat the Chiefs. I, I think they. I think it depends on the weather. I, it'll be interesting though. Although the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs were the normal Chiefs over the, over the weekend. Uh, you know, my Raiders got screwed. Hundred percent. There was a whistle. Come on, Sarah. The guy's going. Joe Burrow was running out of bounds, threw the ball before he did go out of bounds, but the ref on the sideline blew the whistle before the guy caught the ball. The defenders stopped, yet they still count as a touchdown. If there's no touchdown there, chances are they don't score a touchdown, kick a field goal, and the Raiders drove down the field at the end of the game, got to the eight-yard line, didn't score, but they would have only needed a field goal at the time. We would have went to overtime. The Raiders absolutely would have won. That's how I would have laid it out, but didn't happen. All right. What was the controversy with the Cowboys, too? Like, what oh, What went down with them? Uh, Cowboys got completely outplayed the entire game. Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the 49ers, made a horrific interception throw, got the Cowboys back in the game. They stopped them, got the ball back. I think they had 42 seconds, no timeouts. Boom, boom, boom. They got, like, 40 yards. They got down to, like, the 32-ish. They need a touchdown now, not a field goal. There is 20 seconds on the clock, I believe. Now, they can throw the ball. They're close enough where they can throw the ball in the end zone twice. Okay. Uh, you know, 14 seconds left. That's what it was. But they still could have thrown the ball or thrown a sideline pass, roll out, throw a sideline pass, and then take a Hail Mary. Actually, from the 20-25 round, it's not even a Hail Mary. It's like the legit pass into the end zone, and you have a chance to win the game. Uh, so... Dak Prescott does a quarterback draw, which means he takes the snap, runs forward. But instead of, first of all, terrible call because no timeouts. Second, he ran too far, so he let too much time come off the clock. Goes down, picks up the ball. Instead of handing it to the, 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 the line judge, gives it to his center. The center puts the ball back. The official has to set the ball. So by the time they did all that, and actually, they didn't even let the line, the line judge ran into Dak Prescott. Um, anyway, it was just a terrible series of events, and the clock ran out. They lost the game. So I think Mike McCarthy, who's the head coach of the Cowboys, will probably get fired today. Probably should get fired. Uh, whoever called that play should be fired. Uh, Damn. But, you know, typical Damn. Cowboys. So now the Cowboys um, – I think they're O and 11. The last 11 appearances in the playoffs, they failed to get to the NFC Championship game. I know. I was going to say, the cow- I mean, that Jerry Jones must be like losing it. I mean, as a Raiders fan, we went 19- we've got 19 years without winning a playoff game. So I'm not one to talk. But, um, but no, great playoff weekend. Fun. You know, some of the games were blowouts. I mean, the Steelers game was blowout. Last night's game was a blowout. The, the Bills Bucks game was game. The Bucks game became a blowout. Yeah, so, that. so it wasn't the, it was the, it was the best weekend in terms of you had six games over three days, but the games weren't 
great. Even the Raider game was kind of blah until the very end. The Cowboy game was eh until the end. So really, almost every game was eh. Okay, bless you. Thank you. Um, Don't go get tested. I know. I know. Oof. Um, all right. Well, okay. What other anything else in sports or pop culture that you oh, want to hit on? I'll hear about your move. Are you ready? I'm ready. As you can see, I am broadcasting from a mattress. That's like all we have left. <laughs> going to the left coast. <laughs> We're moving to the left coast. I mean, I'm curious to see what it's going to be really like, right? Because you read all the media stuff and, you know, lots of media outlets have a bias, obviously, against Los Angeles and what's happening there. And certainly crime is up, um, but it's it's still much less than it was in the late 80s and 90s. So I'm curious to see what it's going to be like um, living out on the left coast as as people write to me. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, I'm curious to see what's going on out there. So yeah, we're ready. We leave Thursday. We're packed up. We've got a pod. We're shipping our car across country. It's all it's all on. I am excited. Uh, it's exciting though, right? Oh yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, I think it's just, I always think change is good. I think, you know... You know you're never coming back, right? I sort of, I feel that way too. I have to say, like my husband is... Listen, as as terrible of a place it is to live with taxes (laughs) and, you know, whatever. Yeah, go on. It's still, the weather's great. People are pretty and nice and walking around and outside and... Look, and you know, for our business, I always feel like news happens in Washington, New York City. But, you know, for the entertainment business, it happens in L.A., you know? I mean, that's where so many of those decision makers are. So it's like, you got it. COVID, I mean, you're moving to a place that is also very restrictive because of, of work. But, you know, if you look at, you know, again, I always like to say it's all kidding aside for a second. D.C., very restrictive right now with passports. You know, I, I know people who've canceled events. There's been, you know, my understanding is a few conventions canceled or moved. Um, and people are moving, right? People are like moving, yeah. Counties who have said or have, you know, relied on certain industry, in, in, in our region's case, mostly the government, as the stable workforce and you know can overtax over you know legislate over regulation over restrict in this case that's not going to happen anymore people are going to move to virginia they're going to move to the carolinas they're going to move to other places they could still work remote i know and, you know these cities have to be very careful very like i i think of the mayor of dc i get montgomery county it, listen it's a progressive county it is what it is but i look at the nation's capital. They need tourism. They need businesses to come back and, and fill up those offices, right? They need the they need the conventions. They need what is she doing? I, it's almost like Well, I think they have political pressure to to like okay, like Arlington. We talked about at the start of this, right? And you were like, look, Arlington's woke. Like Arlington is Arlington. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. I think you know that probably that superintendent of school would have gotten so much backlash if he hadn't gone after Young. I mean, that's his audience. And for but again, that proves my point. Well, maybe you're right. Yeah health anymore it isn't about smart rational decisions it isn't about looking at the science it isn't about looking at how certain areas are maybe doing it 
different or better than, than, than our region. It's just about politics and control at this point. And appeasing, appeasing the woke constituents, right? That's what this is about. I don't know if it was Tim Dillon's show, but some, I think it was Tim who was saying, if the Republicans had, you know, like if, if Trump had been reelected or if the Republicans were the ones encouraging the vaccine, the booster, um, you know, masks, would the Democrats be going along with it or would they be would they be completely opposite if it was the opposite probably opposite now you know you wonder you wonder i thought that was a good question to pose that i'm against vaccine passport mandates very against them right now against masking kids in school i'm also against what DeSantis did you know and has done banning and texas has done banning businesses from saying we're going to require masks, right? I think it should be up to the business. I don't think the government should intervene on both sides, right? So I I think it should be self-choice from a business standpoint and individual standpoint at this point. We're two years into this, right? It's time for self-choice. And now, if, if if, if the vaccines completely prevented transmission, if that was the science, I'd be for passports. But it doesn't, not even close. Actually, right. it no longer prevents at all. Well, that's so, the thing. I think your your argument is it, they don't work. They don't work. They don't work. They don't no, work. People no, are going to find ways around them. People I've read, they shouldn't, you shouldn't even really call them a vaccine anymore because they don't prevent. They, they, they only keep you out of the hospital it's the flu shot. It's the flu shot. Right. It's the exact same thing right. with the flu shot. You still get the yeah. flu. It just yeah. prevents. And again, most healthy individuals, you don't need the flu shot. You know, if you're older, if you're young, you know, if you're, we know babies, young kids what are very susceptible. About, what, what we know about the severity of COVID right now, how vaccines work and don't work. You, you hit the nail on the head. A vaccine passport mandate right now would be like having a flu vaccine shot mandate. Yeah. There's no there's no difference right now. Well, we do know COVID. I don't want to like downplay. We know COVID is much more severe than the flu ever, you know. It, and, and Omicron isn't, but we know COVID initially right. was but, Delta but you're making, variant. But you're making policies now that still haven't gone into effect. You have to make them based on the current variant, right? If science is science. Now, if a new variant comes out that the vaccines are killing, you know, People who are vaccinated or conversely, the vaccines are perfectly, you know, completely prevent spread. Well, then you make policies based on that. Yeah, I mean, we are dealing, you know, 60,000 people, 70,000 people die every year of the flu. I mean, we've lost a million Americans or more to COVID. Listen, That's my father. I'm not downplaying COVID. What yeah. I'm saying is science has changed. Policy has changed. You can't say I'm following the science and not follow it. You can't say you, your job is to be your job is to manage information, assess, and, and really base these dis- restrict. The burden, again, should be on them to prove these mitigation techniques work, right. truly work, versus the downside, because there's downside of all of it. There's business downside, and I don't want to hear it. There's downside of kids who are five, six, seven-year-olds old, learning to enunciate their words, learning have learning disabilities. Sure. It's in daycare being masked all day long. And by the way, added to the fact that the cloth masks have now proven to be much, much, much less less effective. Look, I 
I'm predicting it in the next five years, Los Angeles will go red. You wait and see, because there's a lot of people I think there that are very, they're not going to say it publicly because they know that their business, their acting career. LA's too Hollywood. The same people who preach and stuff, they're all at the game last night. Right, all hobnobbing. But that's what I'm saying is I think a lot of people behind the scenes are having these conservative thoughts, but they're not going to say that. They're not. I think they're going to vote that way, though. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe it is that. Maybe it is the left mecca, and it will it will not change. But I think you have such a homelessness problem. You have such economic disparity. You have. I think you're going to have people. I think they're going to be very. If if they don't get control of crime, if they don't, you know, you have that awful train situation of looting. You're going to have people that low key and these vaccine passports. You're going to have a lot of people that aren't going to say it publicly, but when they get in that voting booth are going to vote red. How about Montgomery County had their worst, I believe it was their worst results for the third grade math and reading efficiency ever. Yeah, but you got mostly affluent kids who are going to get tutors. Problem, they don't, you know, they don't care about, they they don't. The long-term learning impact on how we've closed school. And, and by the way, we're only talking about school, like high schools and, and elementary schools here. How about some of these liberal colleges, what they're doing? Oh, stay home, but yet pay us 70 grand. How are they, like John Hopkins, you would think they'd call their own doctor down the street and say, what's going on here? Their own doctor, like they have, they have experts at Hopkins who are saying can't close schools, Kids are at low risk. You know, college kids, very, very low risk. They're going to get it. They've already had it. Most of them already had it through the holidays. What are we doing closing schools? Because we're still focused on case counts. Ugh, I need a drink. What time is it? 10, 12? <laughs> I can't drink yet. I got to at least well, wait to You got to work a little. All right. Well, All right. okay. Well. well, Sarah, the next time we talk, you'll be in La La Land. <laughs> I'll give you a full report from La La Land. I can't wait. I'm telling you, there's a lot of low-key conservatives. They just don't want you to know. Best of luck. Best of luck. Thanks. We'll be back on Tuesday. Where can people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. See you then. Bye, Patrick. And they never change the locks So here she is, she's Sarah Frazier Brought to you by Fox I said she still has a key card And they never change the locks So here she is, she's Sarah Frazier Brought to you by Fox Let's go She still has a key card She still has a key card She still has a key card And they never change the locks She still has a key card She still has a key card She still has a key card And they never change the locks